Welcome back Welcome to the back. Charles Hogan experience. Charles Hogan experience. Like, subscribe, do all good that. To see you. Yeah, so good to see you, man. Good to see you, man. Yeah, get that knee. Great. Slap that. Yeah. Slap that meat. Remember, like and subscribe. You, you nailed the last podcast. People yeah. are happy with that. They loved it. Subscribe. So many messages. All that. I assume you guys have done it. We're getting there. We're getting, yeah, we're yeah. getting there. Yeah. I've been telling everyone that we're almost at monetization and we're getting a lot of feedback. Someone's actually given it. Sometimes we get like, must get. That can't be mine. That's you, it's bro. on silent, bro. It's on silent. Nah, fucking hell. Someone's been giving us one or two stars, etc. Because our rating's gone down. But it'll be back. One or two stars. Must have. Oh, uh, it's the guy. Must have. Uh, Trolls. Probably, probably that fella that I said that can't do a buggy choke, and uh, yeah, probably the other one who said you you sponsor processed food. Ah, yeah. You're part of big process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big process. <laughs> you are a big process. Processed food. The big devil. Processed. Apparently. Big food. Bad for you. Be worried about big food. What's been going on, man? We trained today. We that fucked today. you up. Yeah. Ten yeah, well done, man. It was quite intense. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah, I must say your back has improved. My lower back. My lower back is absolutely <laughs> fucked today. It's sore. It's so sore. And your lower back attack. Still trained. Yeah, yeah back. still trained hard. Still trained. Yeah. Maybe you should do some training. Nah, could it, help. It's not gonna help the lower back. It might help the lower back. Nah, depends where you inject it. No. So what's been going? Peptides. Mm, I don't know how that how that go into the spine. It's been directly. Nah, the, the, the issue is you only have half a disc. If you have half a disc, it'll grow back. It doesn't grow back. That's what the peptides are for. Mm. Peptides and a bit of disc. Imagine injecting that to the spine. That just yeah, yeah. fails. Yeah, it'd be good though. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be good when when you're better, when you're better. Yeah, when yeah. You're stronger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd yeah. be fine. What else? I went to do a seminar yesterday. How's that? In uh, Harlow Town. Shin on shin, all that. Beautiful place. Yeah, we did a bit of sh- normally. So if they ask for legs, it'll be just one entry, and then the main focus will be once you're within the leg lock uh, system, but. If it's, if it's more general like give us some half butterfly then it will mostly be the half butterfly and then a what? couple sort of one-off leg attacks oh, rather than a right. system all right yeah so how'd it go pick your poison it was pretty good it was pretty good i'd say everyone got it by the end there were a couple that didn't necessarily get it all and there's probably a lot of people that won't remember it all but practice makes perfect practice makes perfect and if you didn't film it then it's it's gonna be tough to remember all that. <laughs> Honestly, it's gonna be tough. But yeah, if you think about it really hard as it's happening, maybe you'll remember it for yeah. the next, you know, the coming weeks. There we have it. So yeah, that's my advertising for a seminar. Get on it, people. Buy my there, there has been no big jujitsu matches recently. What's going on in the world? There's one coming. Who's coming? Me. Ah, can you, can you announce that? I can't announce it. Probably. What a fucking hell. But What's I can say that I have a big match coming, and it'll be coming soon. In a month, is it one month away? One, uh, hold on, it's more than a month. Is away. It it's like a month, month, month and a half. Right. Yeah. Isn't it June? Yeah. Right. It's gonna be sick. Grapple fest. Retain the title as well as the other one. Ah, uh, can we say the organization that this is? No, nah, I don't think so. All right, we'll. Leave I think that. we just say nothing, but just know there's a match coming up. I'm coming. You. Tell Jose. Tell Jose I'm coming. Tell, Tell him Jose I'm coming. Yeah. All right, cool. You got a match. That's exciting. I've got two matches. Two matches. Doubly exciting. Ooh, I don't know about the second match. Well, one is one show and one is the other. Got it. Right. Okay. We'll, fi- we'll figure that out. Okay. Yeah, 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 we'll figure it out. Just, I'll tell you after. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's, let's get into some questions. Yeah. Let's so, start. Whoop Band. Have we spoken about it before? I don't think we have. I vaguely think we have, but I can't remember. I've been thinking of getting a Whoop Band. Yeah. The reason why. Sleep. Oh, this is really, really high. I'm just going to turn this down a little bit. Are you too loud? No, yeah, the gain. 
the gain. The gain. The gain. We like gains though, don't Maybe we? Maybe I'll turn that gain just up a little bit. Sick, sick, sick. Yeah, okay. That's perfect. There we Give go. us That's your feedback better. how That's the gain better. is That's in the better. comments. That's um, Whipstrap. I, I rate it. I, actually, I can't say I rate it because I don't have one. Maybe I, I think I'll get one. Try it out for a month. See if I like it. For sleep or for jujitsu? Mm. It's like, look, if you, you know if you're training well or not, I think. I think a big revelation I've had this week is revelation. Wow. Nutrition. It is the time of we, year. We will get back to it later in the podcast. Nutrition, Easter. carbohydrates, revelations, hydration. That is going to keep you energized. And I think a lot of people who are focusing on their fitness, how do I get fitter for jiu-jitsu, aren't fueling themselves correctly. Yeah. Which is fucking them. Which means by the time by the time you get to the to the jiu-jitsu match, you're not hydrated, you don't have enough fucking food in the tank, and you're just depleting very, very quickly and gassing out. I think that is the majority of people's problems. I how really good do. is fasting? Fasting is really good. Fasting makes you so strong. Is a horrific idea for jiu-jitsu yeah, athletes. Yeah. Makes you so strong though. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because it, it kills the uh, <laughs> it kills the bad cells. Autophagy. It releases hydrogen, and what is water made out of? Hydrogen and oxygen. Wow. So you create your own water. Yeah, yeah. By fasting. Mineral water. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. On the a podcast. Science facts. Um, yeah, but I think that's where most people fuck up. So what was the original question? Whoop. Would I recommend it? Not really. I think it's like 30, that right, 30 quid a month. Maybe 30 quid a month? You've got to pay monthly. It's subscription. That's how I said it. What up. the fuck? Yeah. I'm pretty, uh, I may be wrong. Let's say between 19 and 29 quid a month. Someone someone will let us know in the comments, please. That is ridiculous uh, that you've I, got to pay monthly for a that's band. How, that's how they're making cash, bro. They yeah, give you the band, but they give you monthly subscription. Couldn't for they just the sell the band for a one-off more? Bro, they want the data. Someone else is going to do that, though. They pay for, You pay for the data, the continuous data, because they upgrade the app, they make it better. Yeah, but someone else is going to copy them and do a, a one-off payment thing for Hoop. Well, they would have done it by now. Probably have. You, you probably have. Check Aura. it out. Aura. Or I think Aura's done that. There you Aura. go. Or you pay for the ring. So we should sponsor Aura Does instead <laughs> of sponsoring Whoop and talking about them. Does um, Aura, Aura is a ring. You wear it. With an L. Aura. Uh, Aura. L. Um, I can't remember. Aura. Just Aura. With yeah. an A-U. Yeah, Aura. Uh, <laughs> no well. Anyway, what is Whoop good for? Measuring heart rate variability. Why is that important? If you're training, it's good to have a measurement of your heart rate, and you can over time you'll consistently see are you getting fitter? If your heart rate is generally getting better and you're recovering faster and getting better, you're getting your heart rate lower. You would therefore assume that you are getting fitter. So that is a useful tool. Fair. It measures your sleep uh, through heart rate variability, whether your heart rate's jumping up or down, whether it's staying low throughout the night. That's how that does that. So if you're, again, if overall you're getting fitter and increasing your VO2 max, which is hard to do if you do jujitsu only. And I'll tell you why in a second. Um, that's how it measures your sleep, your resting heart rate. I guess what it says from your sweet sleep quality is irrelevant because it's down to how you feel. If you look at the whoop band after having what you would consider a good night's sleep and it yeah. says you've had a shit night's sleep, then it may throw you off. What do you do? It, yeah. may, it may throw you off. And the other way around, if you think, if it says you've had a great night's sleep, even though you had a shit one, and then you go hard in training, you, fuck you might just injure yourself. Could do. So it can't even be. It's hard. Can't be justified. So I, yeah, I wouldn't get. Yeah, maybe I'll get one for a month and see. And I'll report back to you. Just one month. Just one month. Do you send it back after the month? Or? I think you can. I think there's a, there's, wow. a, there's a system like that. That's disgusting. Let's see. Let's so do, get it. I'll do it. I'll order it today and then we'll, we'll use right, it then. and we'll, we'll come More back. More investment on the pod. 
More investment. This is yeah. you guys. Let's do it. We can reclaim James that. Smith does one as well. We, we, he's going to come on the pod later a, in the a summer. Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. James Smith. Shout out James Smith. He loves to go, cast. Go to his um, YouTube. He does a, a yeah. breakdown of, of a whoop. Does he? Okay, I'll watch yeah. that then. Go watch that. James Smith. Fair play. Um, next man. question. Benefits of jiu-jitsu for self-defense. This oh, was a chat, wow. chat GPT generated question. Yeah. So, Seeing as we were let down by the public. <laughs> yet again. So last night we I typed into chat GPT top. By the way, chat GPT is fucking crazy. You can literally do anything on that. I heard like, it's not top. very accurate. It can be inaccurate, but it can like it can it can give you like pretty good, pretty decent guidelines on things. Yeah. Like I go, okay, what's the top this this how I make my posts. Top top hydration strategies for jiu-jitsu. And it gives you like rough guidelines about hydration, but it's not specific enough to certain things yet. But over time, as it keeps scouring the internet for information, it will be get better and better and better. We're fuck. all fucked. Yeah. So anyway, we I asked ChatGPT last night top top podcast uh, topics, and it just gave you the usual shit you'd assume: tournaments, strength edition, the kind of shit we always mindset, talk about. mindset, yeah. all that. So self defense, go. Self defense is jujitsu good for self-defense i reckon it depends how you train if you're a guard player probably not <laughs> probably not to be honest if you're just a slugger then uh yeah you're probably all right like if you're just one of those guys that everyone just hates to roll with because they just say you use strength and you spaz really hard i bet you'll be a fucking weapon when it comes to this like street fights. outside a kebab shop like 3 a.m <laughs> <laughs> like, no control just spaz yeah. get on top of someone past their guard quickly think some like absolute moron with like a single leg with their head basically buried in your cock they'll they'll take down the average punter yeah and then they'll fuck them they'll up. like americana them so hard break their arm yeah just break their shit completely whereas you know the guard player probably not gonna bowl up like crab ride someone <laughs> after like or heel hook someone yeah after a couple packets and like <laughs> <laughs> the issue, the issue is you'll be getting the heel hook and his mate will be kicking you in the teeth yeah yeah, yeah even a heel hook like people aren't gonna people who do jiu-jitsu don't even tap to them so yeah someone on the street's just gonna be like oh yeah he's done my knee yeah yeah and then they'll just continue walking off yeah. like nothing happened especially if he's pissed they're so oblivious that they'll basically Do just uh, yeah go on and yeah yeah send us oh mate that's so good of you um, just getting water in the in the oh okay that's alright though share, share, <laughs> share the germs share the germs well there we go in the streets I would say just be and also like close contact we've, we've, we've actually talked about this a while ago you don't want to be that close to fucking people no if someone's close to you they can fucking headbutt you mm. and that is not good or keep they your distance box. stab you and stuff they can fucking stab they can you key you up the jacksy Muay Thai if you have good Muay Thai I would say that's that's yeah. enough for a street fight and Jiu Jitsu Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu or wrestling but yeah this that's is about winning street fights but I guess if you oh, there's okay. no winner is there no no the winner is avoid is a person who can avoid it the best yes according to Jocko so shout out Jocko well. shout out Jocko yeah good yeah. good uh, smoothies as well smoothies great pod yeah great pod don't watch it I do anyway it's done too early really uh, but yeah he was saying that if they can't grab you then it's time to run you know get the fuck out of them yeah, yeah. it's a fucking stupid man and you no. can basically always run unless you're being held yeah unless your mate's getting kicked in the face then you should stick up for him depending nah. on how much he's depending on how much you like him really yeah or what he's done to instigate the street fight true that's dead or who's practice. kicking him in the head yeah like if they look strong maybe best to leave it class him just get another friend yeah, because yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah, he's a cunt, isn't he? Yeah, tricky yeah. situation. Ideally, just avoid avoid at all costs. Yeah. I would say. 
And yeah, also it must be pretty hard if you're pissed to like throw a high kick. Well, that's the thing. People go for a high kick, they'll fall over and then you just leave or... Yeah, but as in if you're a Muay Thai guy... You're not throwing high kicks, bro. You're just kneeing, knees and elbows. Ah, uh, yeah, just kneeing and knees, elbows. elbows, yeah. distance management. Like elbows said. would be good. Distant management is key. Yeah. I was talking to uh, Mason Jones. I think he's still in the UFC. If not, he's, he's left the UFC. But yeah. he was saying, just keep walking forward. Just keep hitting them and walking forward. People don't know how to fight moving backwards, especially when they're pissed. So that was his instruction. That's not bad. Just Shout keep walking forward. Yeah. yeah. But don't, get, don't let him get close. Mason Jones, yeah, yeah, shout out Chael Sonnen. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's who he said. You're getting too close to me. Can't let you get close. Yeah, yeah, takes down Van Lee Silva. Did that happen? He did. He took him down, yeah, yeah. Then he started getting... Pushes him, then he comes in and boof. Started getting punched in the back of the head or something, didn't he, though? Yeah, Van Lee does. He's punched in the back of the head. Chael was punched as well, back of the head. When? Someone got punched in the back of the head in that. Yeah, Van Lee was punching him in the back of the head. Then, uh, yeah, then one yeah, of the yeah, fellas yeah. came in and punched Chael in the yeah. back of the head. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that, that's what I thought happened. Right. That's a classic tussle. Tussle events. Tussle. You're going to yeah. get kicked in the face, punched kicked in the back of the head. Anyway, self-defense. Is jiu-jitsu good for self-defense? Yes, I would rather know jiu-jitsu than not know jiu-jitsu in a street fight, for sure. Yeah. But these days, too many weapons, too much weaponry. Yeah. You're Fuck just them. a fool if you're using your martial art, your hobby as a, as a means for staying alive. Agreed. True. Next True question. Day. Mental toughness for jujitsu, and how much does it matter? Well, how long can you stay in a in a dark room for? I can stay in a dark room infinitely. Really? Honestly, infinitely. I spent a long time getting dark rooms. That's big mental toughness, by the way. I, I enjoy it. Do you? The longer I go, the more. Why? Erect. <laughs> it's actually good, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't tap to pressure. No. But that's mental toughness. It takes time. It takes time and time to build that. Well, it's t- just a rule, though. It's just a rule. It's not. It's not yeah. a choice. It's just if someone taps you from a smother, you just got to keep going. <coughs> you can't. As in, if you tap, they shouldn't let you go because that's not. That's not part of the rules. That's not the rule set. Bro. Yeah, that's not the rule set. You can't tap the pressure. Yeah, yeah it has to be. A but you built or a that by or being in a dark room many times. Yeah, yeah. My my first coach Felipe used to always wear a t shirt and dark roomy. I didn't even know that as a term at the time, but. I, I was looking at him like he was cheating because he was like he was putting his tea, baggy t-shirt and gi and he'd get me, me a mount and I'd be like you know trying to trying to KP my way out of it but I just yeah and one time I tapped to it because I was super tired or maybe I was prob- probably something like ill I imagine I was ill or something and he was like oh you can't tap to that I was like oh what but I was choking he's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Get out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah. Choking, suffocating. Yeah. yeah. And that's when I realized that it's actually a thing he was trying to do. But the hot, for the longest time, I was like, does he realize he's doing this? <laughs> my, my mouth is getting blocked. The middle class is being squeezed <laughs> again. <laughs> Man, oh fuck, God. it's hard being, being here in the middle. <laughs> Back to the point. <laughs> yeah so mental toughness yeah of course also to be fair mental toughness comes with like for me what i find mentally tough is the cardio like when like i can go till my cardio runs out but if my cardio is run out i cannot keep going you yeah. know is that mental toughness or is that just i physically cannot move that's a good question it's mental like, toughness I for me I, and i'm weak i was listening to a good po- podcast fight dietitian who we've had on this pod shout out that guy geordie um talk again i'm just gonna bore you with the nutrition stuff like of course, you, like fitness is a factor, and if you run out of gas, for sure. But like, at what point does it become like being underfueled or just like r- running out of steam because someone's tired you out so much? Um, yeah, I think like what 
Running out of steam because you've tired yourself out. Running too out much. of steam. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 like doing a sprint sort and of thing. How you can't? Yeah, I guess. Like yeah, I guess you become a coward when you're tired. They do say <laughs> that, don't they? Yeah, gotta not get tired at all I, costs. I think you've just gotta fucking. How do you build mental toughness in jiu-jitsu? You just gotta keep fucking training, right? You just you keep training with hard opponents. Yeah, and they'll fuck you up, and then you just keep like figuring yeah. out ways to get better, figure out ways to escape. I guess having more yeah. jiu-jitsu, having that be- sort of mindset is probably something you build up as a child rather than as an adult. Yeah, like, it's t- for like for like the hobbyist who starts at like thirty years old, like. You're not. You're just not going to want to spend that much time in a dark room trying to build. Yeah, that. it doesn't you, matter that like, much to you, does it? It doesn't matter. It's not that fun either. It ain't fun. When but you, if you, let's say you've played sport for a, a long time as a child, and you've developed that like that toughness mm. in any kind of sport, you probably have that like competitiveness. Be like, I'm not happy to this. I'm going to yeah. get out here. Yeah, it's competitiveness is, is driving it. But essentially, yeah. getting shouted at in judo, that's what you need. Do they train you hard? Yeah, they trained us pretty hard. I think for a child, it was mostly. Uh, you know, being shouted at in a good way, like shouted encouragement, but nonetheless shouting yeah. like a grown man shouting at you. Discipline. Yeah, discipline. They, sh- yeah, sorry. Brings a sour a taste, doesn't it? Those sort of accents. We discipline. Don't do, we don't do them anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, we can get, we give them. It's a really sour taste, man. It leaves a sour taste. That guy was upset. Sweet and sour. All accents, bro. <laughs> Sweet and sour taste. <laughs> bro, watch an episode of South Park, man. Tell me, get t- over t- it. T- t- tell me how offended you are by watching South Park. <laughs> Such a sweet and sour taste. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> All right. Uh, should I pay for RuneScape membership? Honestly, unless you're a broke child, you probably should. <laughs> like, do you still like, play? No, no, no. But there's no point playing a game that is essentially that shit and <laughs> and restricting yourself to just the free to play game. Like, if you're gonna play, pay for the membership. Yeah, if you're gonna spend more than like an hour a month on it, bear in mind that the membership is like you can literally buy a membership in game or you can pay real life money for it. You should probably get the RuneScape membership, my friend. There That's my answer. Yeah, much better. You know, you get more features and whatnot and mobility gains too. <laughs> depending how long you spend on it if your guard is bad bro do some quests do some level up <laughs> level up in games man, so you can level up out game yeah if you need IRL. Help, if you need help with the guard two hours of runescape a yeah, week shout me for runescape privates <laughs> <laughs> fucking runescape. that'd be sick come to someone's house and just play runescape with them for an hour 150 quid an hour do this bro do that <laughs> no, don't do that click 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 Next Think question. All right, cool. Next question. Uh, knee cutting over shin on shin. This is a pretty good one. This is a, a common question I get. Knee right. cutting over shin on yeah, shin. Yeah, so a lot of people get knee cut when they go to shin on shin. So let's say you're shin on shin. They just knee cut across. So the issue is that they're taking an underhook off your shin on shin. If they're completing it, then you're letting them get an underhook and not framing uh, on their Because they're, they're, they're there for the shin on shin. They've got... And then they're getting under. Yeah. yeah, you're holding their leg. Maybe you've got to tuck your elbow first ah, to make the underhook more yeah. difficult. Don't go elbow deep because then you make the underhook easier for them. But let's say they're knee cutting even without the underhook. So let's say you're just shin on shin and they're not taking an underhook. They're just cutting across your shin. It means this knee is getting pushed to the floor. Your inside knee, your non-shin on shin knee. So you have to self-frame on that knee when they try and push your knee to the close hip. You know what I'm saying? Does a match? We have. A, we can actually make a perfect video of this. Does a match? Sick. You sent it to me. The guy's like just fucking jump. He gets the underhook and then boom! As soon as that underhook lands, he's knee cutting straight away. Almost like Wiltsy. Huh? Is it Andrew Wiltsy? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, could be. As soon as he lands that underhook from standing up, bang! He's fucking knee cutting yeah. straight through. That was because of how the guy was under. I mean, 
what's it called? To be fair, he, he should let go. As soon as they get an underhook, you should let go and frame. Yes. But uh, he didn't do that. So, yeah, he got passed. But, yeah, if they if you let them get an underhook, obviously that's bad anyway. you got you got to let go and post and turn to knee shield and all that. But if they're not getting an underhook and they're just knee cutting over your shin on shin, it just means that your inside leg isn't working properly. Mm. And probably your outside leg isn't hooking their foot properly. Because, like, you can't shouldn't be able to just knee cut over the hooking foot. So you got to practice your dorsiflexion with your shin on shin leg. Yep. That's my tips. That, dorsiflexion that, and self-framing on the inside that leg. That's a big key detail as you're holding the, you're teaching me that, that as you're holding the, the leg, really like pulling yeah. those toes back into your shin as hard as possible. And outwards. And flaring uh, it outwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking yeah. Fucking it makes a big right. difference. Because then they can't move. They, it's, yeah. it's harder for them to start angling out. Yeah, they can't just like cut over it really fast because people will, will try and knee cut really hard. So your toe has to be able to hold them, even if it's at like a range like here across your body. Yeah, you still have to have the same dorsiflexion in your foot. Throw their balance off a bit. Yeah, That's yeah, the idea, right? yeah. Just keep their weight off that knee that mm. is cutting close to your hip. It's a big detail. Yeah, it's a very fine hard, detail. But hard to describe, but. Maybe maybe we can find a suitable video. So we should do a video of that and put it on Patreon. We've been saying this for so long. We should put everything on Patreon. Just stop releasing free content. Nah, nah. Yeah, people love it. The fans love yeah, it. Yeah, love it. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so for free. That was my thoughts on RuneScape. Sick. I love RuneScape. No, that was thought. That was, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that was, yeah. Me cutting a RuneScape. <laughs> <laughs> What's that free content? <laughs> okay, creatine. Creatine. All right. Ah. Creatine. Creatine. I've actually changed my, I haven't, not, not changed my mind, but I I think on the earlier podcast, I was talking about creatine, not doing the loading phase, etc. There, for, when we think about creatine, there certainly is a loading phase. So um, if you're thinking of doing creatine, creatine is an excellent supplement. I think everyone should be on it, to be honest. It's, it's a great supplement. The reason why, even is, if you don't do anything, even if you don't do anything, no sports. No sports. I think it's got some, um, uh, what's the word, nootropic benefits as well. So it's good for, good for muscle retention. And what it does, it helps your muscles use muscle glycogen more efficiently, which will help you get stronger. Because if they're better at using muscle glycogen, you will be able to perform more things in the gym. That's how you get stronger. <clears throat> so how you should use creatine, if you're using it for the first time, there's a loading phase. The loading phase is five grams, four times a day. So you do... Let's say you're eating four meals a day. You go one in the morning, one at snack, one at lunch, and then one at dinner or one in the afternoon. One at, what one percentage at gains? Is it one? One percent? One of weight of weight gain? It, yeah, you, you may you may gain weight from up to one percent of your body weight. And your actual lifting numbers? Is it also one percent? Oh, but it's too hard to give an answer for that. I don't know. It's there haven't been research studies on the percentage yeah. I, there have there have been for some people the issues with a lot of these studies is they take novice people or they'll take like inter, like they'll take a wide variety of people so it's too hard to give a specific specific like oh you've, lift, you've lifted this much you don't know about the technique there's too many variables but yeah, it yeah. definitely it definitely works and it will make you stronger so the loading phase first for the first five days it's five grams four times a day and then you return to five grams normally what yeah. about the brain benefits? What do we know? The, the nootropic. Hold on, let me finish. Then after the first five days... <laughs> let me finish. If, let me finish, you <laughs> fucking cunt. cunt. You go... Um, you just continue taking five grams. If you don't want to do the loading phase, you don't have to. It's five grams a day, but it'll take around 27 days to actually get into your system fully. Jesus Christ. 
So you know, those are your options. It may be better, more beneficial just to do the loading phase, a bit of inconvenience at the start, then continue the five grams. So that's that. Nootropic benefits. Uh, I don't know. I need to watch the rest of this course. It's a very good course I, I signed Fair up play. to. Um, I don't know. I'll come back to you in the next podcast. I've heard there's nootropic benefits. It does have nootropic benefits. I never looked into it further. Next podcast, I'll have the information for you. Yeah. Keep, keep them coming with the nootropic questions. Nootropic cancer. Are there any other nootropics that are actually legit other than caffeine, say? Mm. What about the Joe Rogan one? Alpha Brain. Yeah. Because it's got Genko in there. I don't know. I don't know enough about these supplements to, to give you a proper answer. If I did, I'd just be talking shit. Shit. So I, don't, I can't answer that. Yeah. I don't All right, know. then. We should start our own. Yeah. <laughs> start our own brand. The Charles Hogan nootropics. Charles Hogan nootropics. It seems like the way to go just just put like nicotine and I don't <laughs> tobacco. know yeah, <laughs> tobacco tobacco one Rizzler <laughs> <laughs> one filter caffeine smoke this <laughs> alright alright uh, optimal protein carbs per day there post BJJ wasn't it oh post BJJ yeah yep. that's what I thought I did some posts on that this week because I got excited so we'll talk about it fuck you fuck, fuck yeah carbs people love it yeah, people love it. People love it. The reason why we want to eat carbs because mu- uh, the sport of jiu-jitsu is high, highly uses a lot of muscle glycogen, highly glycotic. So, if you don't have carbohydrates, it's going it? to be glycotic. Glycotic. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. All right, checking. Glycotic. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Just making You're sure. Not convinced. Could be gly- glyconic. But it's not it. Glycogic. Anyway, when you're doing jiu-jitsu, you use a lot of muscle glycogen. You're constantly pushing, pulling. So you need to top up your carbohydrates reserves i did a post on that this week the easiest way to think about this is you want to train the gut to getting used to eating at least 30 grams of carbohydrates before you train if you're a hobbyist 30 grams will suffice if you train multiple times per day it is going to be more beneficial the closer you have to 90 grams of carbohydrates within half an hour to an hour before training what kind of carbohydrates should these be? These should be fast-acting carbohydrates. So without going into too much details, because I wrote a post about it, you can read the post, uh, these are most likely going to be uh, some kind of processed carbs. Processed food's bad for you? No, they're not in moderate doses. If, you, if your diet consists of mainly ultra-processed foods, meaning like, the like sh- very sugary substances it's probably not going to be great for you but for the most part if you have a nutrient dense diet and you eat pretty well you should be consuming these kind of carbohydrates you know sports drinks flapjack bars like i don't know marshmallows you can uh, still eat non-processed <clears throat> extra sugary you, you can food, still yeah though, fruit you have yeah. a fucking fruit smoothie you could have like, like a, a flapjack realist like it's processed it's yeah of course it's just oat it's just oats with some honey and yeah. some raisins or something or a bagel with some honey on it yeah. with some banana and honey that is absolutely That's fine disgusting people going on about the long-term health damages go fuck yourself you have no idea about nutrition <laughs> you're not even that old you just fuck <laughs> yourself you don't even know you just don't like and feel free to comment in the comments below what you think of processed foods but <laughs> opening up the door I to love processed foods love processed foods that if your diet big food yeah like there's nothing wrong with eating breads bagels fr- like fruits or even sugary drinks you just want to make sure you have a, a good balance of highly nutrient dense foods and the rest of your diet and also it's a lot harder if you're going to have like let's say 
to, to give you a simple example, sweet potato or maybe even some like brown rice or rice within half an hour before training. That is gonna take longer to process because that is attached to fiber and it's different type of, of a type of carbohydrate. It's what we call a complex carbohydrate. So the processing that your body has to do to get to that glucose is takes significantly longer than having, let's say a white bagel with banana and honey because that will be processed much faster in the body and be able to use as immediate energy versus the, the high, more fibrous, type of carbohydrate so that's why we have preference to the more ultra or processed food options or even fruits that obviously haven't been processed more sugary treats so again back to the stats at least aim for at least 60 to 90 grams if you're training multiple times per day and then if you have very hard training sessions very hard training sessions let's say going over an hour and a half to two hours you should have some kind of sugary substance an electrolyte during that training to help keep concentration levels high, reaction times high, and keep your power output. Post. Mm, true that. Post, yeah, because that's big. Yeah, the concentration during the training. If the concentration starts slipping. Injury. Injury yeah, city. Injury or just being shit city. Yeah. Shitty. And, and yeah, and that's going to happen with hydration too. If you're mildly yeah. dehydrated, your power's going to go down. Your, your action yeah, yeah. time's going to go down. Your concentration's going to go down. Your strength is going to go down. Your risk of injury goes up. So you need to make sure that when you're training, you're staying hydrated. You're well-fed before. And if you need to, in those big training sessions, you have some food <clears throat> or like some kind of gel or quick carbohydrate drink during that session. Post-session. Again, do you want to say... got horses outside. Christian. Uh, Christian. On his foot. Post-session, you want to be having, again, keep it moderate carbohydrate, depending on how many sessions you have throughout the day. Ideally, we're looking for, what was the stat? One gram per kilogram of body weight each hour for the next four hours. Ideally, that's quite hard to do. God damn. But, so let's say Owen weighs 89 or let's say 90 kilos. He'd be consuming 90 grams of carbohydrates each hour post-training session. Fuck. In an ideal world. However, if we can just bulk those carbohydrates up and let's say over the four hour period, he's consuming at least 120 to 200 grams of carbs plus protein. Again, his protein is going to be contributing to his daily protein intake, which should be at least two grams per kilogram. So 180 grams for Owen or 2.4 grams per kilogram. So let's say between 180 to around 240 grams of protein daily. Does the timing of the carb intake matter that much? Let's say yes, for didn't have time to eat between sessions, but I ate a shitload last night. Is that fine? Good, great question. Um, or will it just be turned into something less accessible? No, for because that you've 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 loaded your your glycogen storages the night yeah, before. Yeah. Again, it'd be useful like knowing how much carbs you had, because let's say if you've loaded Loads. up on like. Huh? Loads, man. Let's say you've had like eight, five to 10 grams per kilogram of uh, body weight of yeah. carbs. Let's say you had like eight grams per kilogram. Yeah. That's a lot of carbs. Hella. Hard to do. Hella. Hella, hella lot of carbs. Hella carbs. Um, that would be very useful. And you will go into that first training session feeling amazing. Assuming you've trained yeah. really hard in that session, no problem. Come the second session, if you have failed to get into some carbohydrates after that, after that first session, let's say you've already depleted a, a significant amount of your muscle glycogen storages, come that session session, 
assuming you've hydrated but the carbs have been depleted and you haven't replenished then that second session may be significantly harder than the first one whereas if you were to replenish refuel you might feel a lot better in that session have more energy mm. and muscle glycogen your, your glycogen stores will be more full is there a limit to your glycogen stores yeah i think it's like um uh, i'll put the facts in the, in the show notes I believe they can store up to 90. To, I'm going to say, give you a range, 90 to 120 grams of carbs, muscles, and liver will store that. Per kilo? Uh, let no. me, I'll, I'll put that in the show notes. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I'll that would be keto because after a while, and you may as well just stop eating. <clears throat> no, because you also, it's going to give you instant energy. So let's say you're having all that that those carbohydrates before you train, you're using mm. those, you're using that as energy rather than, rather than just tapping into your muscle glycogen. Does that make sense? But like the night before, say. Yeah, you'll fuel that up. At what point do you just eat and just getting fat? Well, it depends how much you're going to burn the next day too. Yeah. So like ultra marathon runners, let's say. As much as possible, really. But ultra, let's say like a marathon runner or an ultra marathon runner. Uh, mar- marathon runner as an example, because that's Christian. my. <laughs> Christian doesn't eat. Yeah, a, marathon, any, any a marathon way. is more glycotic than a um, ultra, because the ultra you can actually sit more at your VO2 max at the steady pace. But let's say a marathon runner who's... At, at the high at the high levels so mm. they're working at like 80 percent vo2 max they're working fucking hard almost sprinting the entire thing those fellas would be looking to do like 10 to 12 grams per kilogram of carbohydrates the even the day before which is fucking massive yeah which is really really that large be, amount of what carbs. would that be Nine, almost a kilo of carbs for me yeah crazy crazy brother yep but you wouldn't run a marathon in that way maybe you would um yeah i would so you want to store up on that. But again, the reason why we want to have those carbohydrates, for, especially for people who are training a lot, you, two, three times a day, mm. is to make sure we have as much energy as possi- possible going to those sessions so you're getting yeah, the yeah. most out of the training sessions. A lot of what I found, with, and I made a mistake uh, with you for a long time, is the post-workout shakes I was giving you contained no carbs. So I don't know how much you were fueling yourself after these sessions. I was the, eating. The cardio, but... We could have done with more carbohydrates. Yeah, yeah. Especially after the cardio session. It's just the time more than anything. Don't have time to eat that much without it's, vomiting. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I mean. If we have if we can put some multidextrin into your shake, which yeah, is yeah. gonna be fifty to I could make it higher 50. if we want. Let's say sit around sixty grams of carbohydrates. Yeah. That's gonna be ideal. Carb. How much is that packet? Uh per per scoop, fifty grams of carbs. No, but as in per packet, how much is multidextrin cheap? Oh, that was dirt cheap. I, I, oh. I literally think that was maybe, nah, let's say 12 to 15 pounds. Yeah. I'll two, buy two some. And a half kgs. So if you're just going to have a protein shake at home, may as well throw in some carbs. Get some dextrin, multi-dextrin yeah. in there. There must be protein shakes that have carbs. You, yeah, but they'll taste, in. F- they'll taste foul. Oh, the weight gainers. Serious mass. Is it that. weight gainers or not? Maybe you could get some sports specific ones. Mm. Again, that's for some research for me to do. As opposed insurance. to what though? As opposed to protein without carbs. But aren't they all sports specific? No, no. Some some people just like protein. Some shakes. people, just, yeah. Some, some people, just some people like don't even do sport; they just have their protein shakes. Yeah, so enough. I mean, like one specifically designed yeah, for fair. for a sport. You'd be a fool not to have protein shakes, even if you didn't do sport. Yeah, why not? Well, depends how much protein you eat. Can yeah. can eat throughout the day. Yeah, yeah. I would I would always recommend it to my clients when I was training Gen Pop for like Gen Pop. nine years of my PT career. Gen Pop, um, general population. <laughs> I got it, but Gen, Gen Pop. You're not fucking. <laughs> Osama bin Laden, mate. <laughs> <laughs> General population. <laughs> Civilians. <laughs> well, I was showing. Civilians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, get a protein in a second. <laughs> um, 
So to answer the question, how much protein should you have uh, is optimal post-training session, protein and carbs, uh, let's say at least 0.4 grams per, per kilogram of your body weight. So Owen, again, 25 to 35 grams of protein post-meal. And we'll overdo that anyway. But just get in as much as you can physically eat. Carbohydrates, yeah. one gram per kilogram of your body weight. Yeah, it's a pretty simple answer, isn't it? Just as much as you can do without being sick. Yeah, read my post that I put up about uh, uh, carbohydrates and the anabolic window. Talk about insulin sensitivity, all that. Insulin. Yep. Insulin. 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 <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Benefits of the sled. How does it work? How it works? This sled. The sled is great. If you think of the sled and the gym, it's what usually it's the thing on the tracks. It is just a single leg exercise. Is there anything special about it? No. It is just a forward propelled single leg movement. Will it help you get more powerful? Maybe if you're not very powerful and you haven't done much training before. Mm. Yes, because it'll make you stronger. Will it make you more of an athlete? No. It's just it's it's a literally just a forward unilateral exercise, meaning pushing off. I like it legs. for guard. Huh? I mean, I'm as in passing guard. If you're pushing push pressuring against someone from knee cut, it seems very similar to a sled. Like you got your hands on and we're pushing, yeah. and your legs are driving off the floor. That's why it's, that's why it's like kind of sport specific because you're you're actually propelling forward, yeah, not pushing force. That is useful, like a walking yeah. lunge. When you're walking forward, you're propelling forward. So that that is helpful in that sense. Sometimes my legs get tired if I'm just in that knee cut position, driving into someone the whole time. Yeah, I have to squat up and down all the time. Yeah, fucking I, tiring. When I move downstairs and into a bigger space, I'll, I'll try and put a sled track in. I used to love it. It's also good for people with injuries because it doesn't require it doesn't put a lot of axle loading on the spine which means that you can do many variations with the sled you could do uh, pushing the sled not many variations really just two That's pushing the sled pulling the sled you can push the sled pull the sled uh, and they're great options for, for <laughs> injured people not even if injured like, injured yeah but if you if you do come to the gym and you're injured I would always put people on the sled as opposed to like loading them up heavy on a back squat or even like yeah. doing like heavy single leg work. Nothing above them. Yeah, I, I love the sled. It's it's very useful. Where would I put it? Let's say I, I would use it as an accessory exercise. So let's say we've done, and I'll run you through a session. Let's say today, what have we done today? We've done squats, an ab exercise, bench, single arm movement, um, some Romanian deadlifts, and a seated, seated, row, uh, a seated press. Let's say if today was a split squat day, I would change, I, I would pair the sled with the pressing move, pressing overhead movement. So we would do a sled for distance, let's say 40 meters, 60 meters, load that up. And then week to week, I would increase the load on the sled. It's hard to cheat on the sled, isn't it? There's no, there's no cheating. You either push That's it to the end. That's probably why it's done. good, isn't it? Can't yeah, you, just, you, just, you just fucking push it and you work yeah. hard. And it certainly does help your endurance in your legs. I love the sled. I think it's a great, great tool use it as an accessory exercise i'd probably use it you can use it at the, at the start it depends how much you want to get out of your compound exercises you could like let's say you've let's say you were injured and you came in today and you're like man my lower back's hurting a little bit okay cool instead of doing the squats we'll do the sled instead we'll go sled push up and back yeah as an example you, you see where i'm going you, it, the sled's great when to use can use it anywhere in your program i would usually use it as an accessory unless you were injured then you could use it as your main lift and then build that okay. week to week adding load building the endurance on the legs sick good to have leg endurance there we have heavy sessions all right cold exposure yeah 
Yeah. For you me. You, you don't do this, do you? I you used to, I did it in the summer for one summer. Pretty well, I'd say. I got really? to like, yeah, yeah, doing like cold showers, not actual bath though. But uh, yeah, I just don't like it. There you go. I don't like it. You gotta like it. I don't like it, so I don't do it. It's a bit of punishment as well, a bit of mental toughness. Yeah, punishment. Yeah, but. Yeah. But not really. So that, does the mental toughness translate to jiu-jitsu? No. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. It's, I don't it's know. breath maybe work. It's, it do. it's maybe bre- it doesn't. Yeah, it's breath work. It calms you down a little bit. It can help you. Good for your immune system so you get ill less. Yeah. That's probably the main thing for me. Really? You got well, ill less? Helps, helps. Yeah. Yeah, the main thing is like your immune system, isn't it? I mean, recovery-wise... You know, I should do this, actually. When I did my bloods recently, you should get your bloods done. We talked about this in the last pod. I was speaking to someone. They were talking to me. They were telling me prices, but it seemed a bit more expensive than Randox, so I just... Uh, well, I've just got Randox. I was just, yeah, but it's a moral issue with Randox. I ate them. Just go, They bro. profited off the pandemic. <laughs> like Tories. Middle class, bro. Yeah, man, we're getting squeezed. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Living in just, Hammersmith. It's hard. Go to Randox. Yeah, so maybe that's a good test for me, actually. I, my my uh, white blood cell count was low, which means I get sick and staff, hence why I got staffed twice in uh, December, Jan. Your white blood cell count? Yeah, which is not good. Mm. So, I'm, so I'm on the zinc. Maybe start cold showers daily. Yeah. How's your vitamin D? Good, bro. I do everything right, sleep well. So there we have it. Just I think because maybe I'm sick. I think I read it somewhere. If, you do, if you've been on antibiotics recently... And then you've had sickness. Your white blood cell count will be low for five to twenty-eight days, Damn. and then it'll come back up. Maybe that's how I got sick. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Do randoms, guys. If you you should get your bloods done at some point, if it's within your budget, I'd recommend it. Yeah. To see where you're at. Um, shout randox. You're gonna hate that. You can go to the NHS. Yeah, it takes and be though. ill, and they'll give it give you one, but uh, they won't test your test. Yeah. And they won't test your wbc count right they did test my red blood cell count for free yeah all good normal range test test not tested all right unfortunately we should get that and then post yeah. it and be like natty or not yeah true that natty or not be sick. it depends if i take my uh what's the thing clomiphene man i should get back on the clomiphene <laughs> that was a sick drug like a young mika gava clomiphene is so good so sick sometimes my doctor just prescribes it to me for uh what was the reason? Mickey Galval said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bro, and then there's, he did a uh, a post with his, he did a collaboration post with Mika and he's just talking, This it's so ironic. What, there's, the doctor? Bro, look, if, you, if, you, if you're listening to this right now, go on Instagram and look up Mickey Galval's, um, get that, get that. <laughs> get, get, get that, get that. Get that. Oh, on that uh, Instagram, go to Mikael Galval's wall and there's a video of him, there's, there's his doctor, you'll, you'll see a massive juiced fucking fella in a doctor's shirt and he's talking to Mika Galvao hey, it, it's all in Brazilian and you have to translate the text but it basically I think it goes along the lines of yeah I'm a doctor you know there's no drugs blah 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 I made a mistake it's like bro like look at your fucking self you're so juiced <laughs> to the fucking your traps cunt <laughs> look at your fucking arms yeah so yeah there you go so that was my reason for clomiphene drugged yeah that- it's not a drug <laughs> it's, it's not, not a drug <laughs> not a drug it's not a drug I was the nag king <laughs> it's oh, not a drug second, it's not a drug second to Nicky it, grow, it grows like that you're the second that you can <laughs> zone 2 cardio zone should two. you do it quang face yep huh it's just a rapper you wouldn't get it I wouldn't get it yeah. I wouldn't get it uh, if you're 
struggling with your gas tank for jiu-jitsu if you've made it this far in the podcast you obviously would have heard me talking about nutrition earlier so assuming that that's covered to improve your overall aerobic capacity it's definitely really worth doing some longer stints of conditioning how long do you need to do to improve your vo2 max let's say for jiu-jitsu we're looking at like half an hour to 60 minute pieces anything more than that for, that's going to help for jiu-jitsu it's probably just going to not necessarily beat you up but i mean it depends how much jiu-jitsu you're actually doing in my in my opinion would be a bit of a waste of time because most of jiu-jitsu conditioning is just i mean you'll contest to this mm. uh being really like being very technical knowing how to pace and and, and timing right i attest to it there you go yeah yeah i would but maybe in competition it's different zones for uh you would, you, would you say that we don't Is go to zone two it's not VO, very vo2 maxi or competition jiu-jitsu in general mm. you don't sustain a, 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 you don't sustain a, a, a high a breathing rate a high breathing rate the yeah. whole time it's ups and downs ups and downs yeah right so i guess recovering from really really hard work and how, and how you do that is by having a very good vo2 max yeah and that's going to help your recovery between hard bouts so if you if you if you go into and it takes a long time to build this specific base mm. of aerobic capacity so like people who have gone to played a lot of sport at younger ages and done let's say rugby's your footballs tennis whatever and you've had a, a long time of building a strong aerobic base you go to jiu-jitsu with a strong aerobic base you, you, you're going to help you're going to find that you're going it's going to help you a lot you're going to recover fast between high intensity bouts okay Sounds but then good. it'll still be hard at the sport because you won't know what the fuck you're doing but then over time you'll you'll get better and your gas tank will improve what do you think about asthma inhalers and vo2 max i don't know enough about it they increase your vo2 max apparently cheating i don't I've, know i've got one at home maybe i'm tempted to use it use it i will fuck them Everyone else is on juice. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is on juice. No, man, man. you're a natty king. You're gonna, you're gonna, yeah, yeah but asthma, I do have asthma. There you go. <laughs> See? There you go. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a medicine. So, it's not a drug. So to, pr- to improve your, your conditioning for jiu-jitsu, if you really, if you really want to do it, I would, I would recommend doing one to two conditioning sessions outside of your schedule. Again, you've got to make sure you, it fits your schedule. Again, you've got to make sure you can recover from that work. What does a conditioning work look like? I would do one longer piece at a sustained effort of half an hour to 60 minutes, keeping your working at about seven, let's say between six and eight out of 10. Seven is going to be the sweet spot for that sustained period of time. And then some interval work with un- incomplete rest periods. That could be, uh, let's say, doing four minutes on, 90 seconds off, five minutes on, 90 seconds off, six minutes on, 90 seconds off, eight minutes on, 90 seconds off, etc. So nice do that start with some of that week to week and see if your cardio then have some carbs eat some carbs after yeah there we have it that was so good don't forget guys no more questions it's time to like and subscribe press that one star button no no no, don't uh, do that don't do that press the one star for first place (laughs) (laughs) first place five stars there we have it guys thank you for listening how do we support the podcast Flanagan buy uh, buy processed foods <laughs> support big food big farmer <laughs> support big farmer like support the podcast hope you enjoyed YouTube comments if you uh, if you have qu- actually if you have questions to the podcast sit, put them in the comments below on YouTube that will help our algorithm and we'll answer them will it yep actually yeah. a question for you uh, that, uh, one, do you have time yeah yeah we could one, time, someone, one someone question. put it someone put up uh, in the comments let me actually get that up now
It was about Shazinski's uh, straight footlock. I think we may have covered it before. What was the question? Oh, my flashlight's been on the whole time. Oh, sick. Um, keep talking. Well. Whilst I get this up. So, yeah. <laughs> I'll be doing a uh, camp, actually. Triple threat Malaga camp. I'm going to come to that. Yeah, you're coming. It's uh, something like 250 quid. Five days, it's 10 300, sessions. 300 quid. You quite in there. quid. Yeah, yeah. Just lying for the camera. Right. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, question. <clears throat> Sorry, do you want to go Malaga? Nah, that's it. That's it. Just uh, triple threat summer camp on Instagram. Malaga. Sign up. Don't be a cunt. See you there. June, 13th of June. There it is. Sick. Great. All right. Question. Uh, not sure what the best place to ask is for viewers' questions. Ask them in the YouTube comments, so we'll, we'll answer them. Um, here you go. Take that. All right. We'd love to see you combo with El Segundo podcast. Shout out Craig Jones, shout out Packets. Not sure where the best place to ask viewer questions is, but next segment I'd be interested in hearing your guys' thoughts on Machea's shotgun footlocks. Uh, in his instructional, he mentions that despite the heel on rib placement, his straight ankle locks are different to his Aoki locks, but I've been hearing from some practitioners that they're the same. What do you guys think? I would trust Shashinsky on this one, mate. Yeah, Shashinsky's. Your some practitioners pale in the face of Shashinsky's years of breaking legs and knowing exactly what he's doing. That's my answer. Uh, also, like if you actually watch his instructional it's two different placements of the foot one of them he's saying that if the foot is slightly turned out then all the pressure will go properly on the top of the ligaments and bend the foot and break it properly forwards and the aoki lock is just twisting the leg as much as you can so there's two, no there's two very specific two very different yeah foot placements the, de- the devil is in the detail very different foot who placements. knew they they do say that for jiu-jitsu the devil is in the detail the detail so well, there we have it. There's yeah. two distinct, d- different details. Two different moves. Well, I'll actually link uh, Mateusz Szczesinski's um, instructional. If you just type in on YouTube and, and watch his instructionals, honestly, they're like free. I'm pretty sure you can watch his entire instructional for free on YouTube, and it's really good. He's fucking sick, bro. He's fucking sick. He's fucking sick. Sick. All right, there we have it, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Great Mate. to see you back. Remember, Thanks. like, subscribe, uh, check out the show notes, how you can support the podcast, how you can support us. If you're interested in learning more about strength to get super strong, check out my programs. If you want to get better half bar flyer, then buy my share. Bye, guys. Yeah.